0: I reside in the States, but Scotland is where I'm from. Sometimes I feel defeated, but we will always stand tall, fighting with my family, We're the one we go on. We Hosentas oh, of bread and wine And our children through the world into the land, into the, land. We're the people need to stand Firm and understand Without liberty and freedom All we have is dirt and land Holding the sword high I'll stand firmly through the pain what I have lost is what the wisdom I have gained. If you find me on my knees, it's not because I'm defeated. When was my prayer before the war, the only weapon I needed. Never waste the gifts that the Lord has so given. If at the end of my life, a decision you should make, I will be your servant, I'm a warrior whose soul you will take. you we may fall, holding the line. Me, yeah, we... i
1: Good evening, family. How's everybody doing tonight? For those of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to in the opening, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so thankful to be here with all of you guys. And Steve, if Crafty Nut doesn't come cook you dinner tonight, I have some leftover um, Lee's Famous recipe chicken sitting right over here waiting for you. And trust me, it is absolutely worth the drive. Guys, this is Kilt the Christian episode 520. It is Thursday, which means MSM Liars John is here. It's going to be another great conversation. Got a lot of news and some very interesting things to talk about. Once again, Kilt the Christian episode 520, MSM Liars Thursday. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world. We are of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We are the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And no worries, Steve's nine hours is perfect because it takes it tastes great the next day too. It tastes great right back out of the refrigerator. I mean, literally, I'm not joking. Some of the best chicken I've ever had. John Brother, it is Thursday. Not that I not that we don't talk daily, but I mean Thursday is just the day that we're guaranteed to talk and hang out live over here on Zoom. How are you doing?
2: Exactly. I'm doing good, man. Good times. And Lee's, oh man, if y'all don't have Lee's around you, it is it is really good. It's my favorite. I guess uh, Truth Patriots got Lee's up there, too. Yeah, yeah it's, he it's, it's actually
1: really good. It's super affordable. And it is some of the they don't chintz on their portions like you yeah. straight up get what you pay for. And, uh, you know, we always get two adult dinners and then have it amongst three of us. And we still have some left over because they're gigantic pieces of chicken with the like legit potato wedges. And oh, some,
2: the wedges are so good. So yeah. They have some corn on the cob sometimes too, which is really Oh, yeah. Good.
1: What's your favorite sauce that they've got? Cause they've got some good sauces too. I just like the standard barbecue. I like the bonsai.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The
1: yeah. bonsai is good stuff too, but they've got their barbecue. Oh, man. I hear I'm going to be talking about food, but you guys love food and you love talking about food. There's my bro tacho. Ezra no. It's great to see you, brother. Um, yeah, it's good stuff, man. They've got some really good chicken, and you know it's funny because uh, even though we live in Kentucky, I have yet to see a KFC here in Kentucky.
2: That's funny. At leaves is so much better than KFC. Oh no, it, it yeah. I seen a I seen a Twitter of a KFC. Somebody was like, "What's wrong with my chicken?" And it was a chicken wing, and it was like extending its wing out. I was like, I don't know if that's real or not, but I don't doubt that it is real because I've literally talked to my wife while sitting at KFC and gone.
1: Did, Babe, that, did that thing just I, move?
2: It's a piece of rat.
1: Did this thing just move? It <laughs> like literally that, baby, it just, just ran across happened. the table.
2: <laughs> right. And, and KFC used to be really good. Like it, when Colonel Sanders well, no, was
1: still. It used okay. to be really good back when it was called Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. And if you notice, they changed all their signs to KFC. And the reason they did that is because not everything they sell is chicken. And if they advertise themselves as Kentucky Fried Chicken, they're breaking the law
2: and yum that had that all changed when yum bought them yum. know yeah, and uh pizza hut remember
1: the conspiracy theory back in the day of what they call it animal 57 where oh. it was like the chickens weren't real chickens they were basically bred with a brain just big enough to survive and they're grown in like a cabbage patch so all they do is like stay in the same place and wobble
2: yeah D-beaked and everything is terrible.
1: Ugh. I know, man. And the thing is, that's not even the worst stuff that we eat. <laughs> we just are learning bit by bit. It's like it, I can't like uh, it's I've never I haven't been back to McDonald's in years. It's like you find out the the conspiracy theories and you're like, I'm, I'm not going to take my chance.
2: Well, I've always been like really funny about my food anyways. It's the ADHD in me. It's it's a trait of attention deficit disorder. It's textures and food is really bad for people with ADHD. Oh, yeah. And I've always had that problem with textures. And and if something's off, I can kind of, I'm, I'm just like, so it's it's getting harder and harder for me to find food that I actually enjoy eating unless I'm making it myself.
1: Yeah, I'm at the same way. Everything that I can get at a restaurant, I can make better at home. You know, like one thing that I loved about McDonald's, like back in the day was their, uh, what are those, those little um, pancake sandwiches that they have, the McGriddles or whatever. Those things are so awesome, but I can make them at home. And I know what goes right. in them.
2: Yeah, I prefer my pancakes and my grilled cheese and my cheeseburgers. But there's this one place in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you told me about Matter of that. All the time. You talked about would, this since the trip. <laughs> I would literally drive back to Arkansas to eat one of these cheeseburgers again. Well, we may have to. We'll, we may we'll, we'll do to. like
1: a little arkansas road trip one day and just go over there and eat some burgers and come back home
2: i mean it's a 12-hour drive it's not too far the burger was like eight dollars
1: yeah well if we're gonna do that then let's just drive uh we'll take another trip over to charleston and i will bring you to the best barbecue restaurant in the entire world it used to be called maurice's piggy park but it's known today as bessinger's barbecue best barbecue ever Ever in Carolina? Yeah, man. I've argued with a lot of people because I've lived in barbecue states. You know, we live in one now. This is kind of a barbecue state. Um, You know, Texas, definitely a barbecue state. Um, But of all the places that I've ever gone and had barbecue, the best I've ever had was just this little place. It used to be called Maurice's Piggy Park. It's now called Bessinger's Barbecue. And literally, you go to some of the smaller ones, and all they have is pulled pork um, Carolina barbecue sauce sandwiches with Vidalia onion rings
2: oh nice yeah so nice. and i know a well, lot I of people don't like the burger place in kentucky where is that that kelly's whippers we ate at when we put that oh no that was
1: it. yeah and i i will say we we went to this little place it was a one of a kind no other place like that On um, mom pa, um when we were there helping that lady put in the heater and uh i gotta admit that was a pretty pretty darn good burger
2: yeah it's definitely worth the stop if you're ever near the area yeah
1: i i love a good burger that's one thing. It's like uh, if I had to give up, uh, there's two things that I would hate, really hate to give up. Peanut butter tops that list and hamburgers is like right underneath that. I would, I will take a hamburger over a filet or anything, any day.
2: Three things I couldn't give up on my menu are cheeseburgers, pizza, and Skyline chili. Yeah. Or some form of Cincinnati chili, which you've gotten to eat if you've eaten that Gold Star down there. Yeah. As
1: you just know, it's a, It's a mustard base um, with a little bit of vinegar, um, but it's the apple cider vinegar, molasses. It's got the, what is it, the liquid smoke. Um, So it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a sweet, it's got a tiny, tiny bit of a spice, but it's got a a sweet more than anything. Um, But the mustard doesn't overwhelm it. It, It's actually, like I said, it's just unbelievable. And I'm actually about to make some myself because uh, I found the recipe, but it's a big recipe for the sauce. Um, So what I've been doing is saving my other barbecue bottles and I'm just gonna put some in my barbecue bottles and then I'll have some left over um after the pulled pork, which you probably want to come over one evening soon and I do. share in the, the pulled pork that I'm gonna be making. No, so, I do indeed. That's a great thing. You live right down the road. So you're gonna come over and get pulled pork sa- but besteners barbecue pulled pork sandwiches and Videlia onion rings, if I can find Videlia
2: onion. That's okay. I can't do onion rings. Oh, you Weird can't. Texture. Oh really? When you bite through and the onions inside, the texture of the onions really weird.
1: Oh, yeah, that's too bad. Ezra <laughs> Snow,
2: you'll have to come over and eat the onion rings instead of
1: him, apparently. He's drooling. They are good. And I and love my wife,
2: like, she loves like,
1: onion rings. I'll send some home because the Vidalias um are naturally a sweeter onion anyways. Yeah, come on over, true patriot. Yeah, the Vidalias are a little sweeter onions anyways. Um, but they're bigger too. So you get like those gigantic onion rings. Oh, they're so good. We got to
2: get him down here and 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 hit the woods and go to the Daniel Boone Forest.
1: Oh yeah, well I mean, technically Ezra is not real
2: far away, and well, he uh, needs to get here too. Then
1: True Patriot's not too far away. Yeah, like in the spectrum. Keep in mind,
2: her husband's not too far away. I mean, I'll,
1: but keep in mind, I just moved from a state where uh, right down the road's four hours. You know, so right. so here I'm like, oh, John lives right down the road, and everybody's laughing because it's like an hour and a half. I'm like. Dude, i just came from texas
2: four hours is right down the road <laughs> well that's because we have a highway unfortunately if it was back roads it'd be like eight yeah that's a good point that's a good <laughs> point. I, some of my kids friends live back roads from here and i got to take back roads to get there and it's 30 40 minutes to get to their house
1: exactly school truth patriot five hours right down the road <laughs> that's
0: close I and mean,
1: when you're looking at the size of our country um, you know, right down the road's relative, <laughs> you know, we, I mean, cause technically
2: I've got like six states that are right down the road. Well, I work with, uh, a, a German guy helps me with the worldwide freedom groups that we run on telegram. And we have a lot of discussions about distances traveled and stuff because he's like, I don't understand why it's so hard for Americans to get up and get together and get organized. Like we have here. And I'm like, because you guys are like Missouri like your entire country is the size of one of our states It said we're so spread out, that's, it's yeah. a lot harder to get us organized. Oh, here. That's
1: that's the thing I used to tell people when I'd go home, you know, you, you end up in Scotland and you can get, you can go diagonal across the country in a day. I'm like here, you know, you, you, you won't get out of Texas in a day. I
2: was like in four hours, if I'm in the Southern part of Germany, I can be in Amsterdam
1: in four and a half hours. Oh no! I mean, when you came down, um, when you came down to Texas to bring us back up here, The majority of our trip seemed like it was just getting out of Texas. And all of a sudden you're like state, 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 state. But that first like six or seven hours is like just trying to get out of one state.
2: And it's crazy because then you get to Kentucky and it took us six hours to get across Kentucky. To get get across. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just so long. It's a very long state.
1: Exactly. And that's the thing is that we we did. We entered the long way. So,
2: right. We entered a very, very Western end.
1: Um, great Papa Steve, I'm gonna try that. I don't think for a second I won't. Anything that you say, put peanut butter on. I don't care how weird it is. I will try it because I love peanut butter that much. So peanut butter and onion rings, and I will let you know exactly how that My is. My kids guys. are doing
2: waffles and peanut butter stacks right now.
1: Oh man, see that sounds awesome. It's it's like those weird things that you know that you don't think go well together, but they go awesome, like chicken and waffles,
2: right? See? Yeah, waffles apparently go with a lot of stuff that yeah. you wouldn't think waffles would to, go with.
1: Syrup goes good with different, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like those things you don't expect to go well together, they go awesome together. So as long as you got some good syrup and some hot sauce.
2: So my son's been using maple syrup because he's been working out and he's trying to avoid sugars altogether. Yeah. and Sugars. Of course, maple syrup doesn't have any added sugars in it. It's all natural. Yeah. So he's been using that to sweeten his cereals and stuff like that when he's eating them. <laughs> it's a great idea.
1: Chief Patriot says peanut butter and whiskey. I will give that a shot. Um, I'd imagine it probably tastes better going down <laughs> than coming
2: back up. I mean, oh. I would eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before I drank my whiskey.
1: Does that count? No, it kind of does, but it would still taste the same coming back up, man. Everything tastes, oh man, this is amazing going down. And then like four hours later, you're like, oh man, I wish I hadn't eaten that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, watch man. If you're gonna do that, man, go with a single malt. <laughs> Don't go with a double. You're just gonna end up with a horrible, horrible night. Right. Um, so let's get talking. We got a, a couple things. We got some uh, some clips that I want to play here as well, um, and some crazy news around the world. But uh, you know, that's not. It's not out of hand here in 2024, man. We're only no. like a week into this this uh, year, and it's already gotten pretty crazy so we've
2: set the bar so many times over the years what's the par for 2024 i mean you know if this was a golf course this is like a par seven and this
1: (laughs) there's the thing is that at this point i mean i think aliens and uh zombies are like a given we're gonna be surprised with other stuff we're like you know but but like next week we will be like ah, zombies yeah yep tell that one coming oh aliens aliens (laughs) right on schedule matter of fact i expected you guys last week you know it'll be
2: late it'll be
1: some crazier more interesting weird thing that we are ever expecting you know um we're gonna have to fire the aliens for being ezra so i'm totally cool with that world is ending jesus is coming after this i am totally cool with that this would be the best 2024 ever
2: I mean, I'd be cool with that, but in in some respects, I want my kids to be adults.
1: Yeah, we do, but they can grow up in heaven.
2: They could, and that would be fine. There's baseball there, so.
1: Yeah, the, the worst thing ever would be, like, um, the day that Jesus comes back, I'm, like, on Kilted Christian with Jeff, and and all of a sudden, Jeff disappears, and I'm still here. I'm, like,
0: crap. Dad
1: Dad gummit. No, I'm working hard at this one, man. I'm getting into heaven. But you yeah, all—I mean, you but come you on, had a bad day. but come <laughs> on, we all know Jeff's <laughs> going. There's no question about that. I told Jeff, I'm like, man, <laughs> I, you know, I hope you're heading up before me, man, because uh, I'm gonna be wearing the kilt, so you don't want right. to follow
2: me. <laughs> right. Well, would there be a worse bad day for you for the for the rapture to happen and you're still here? <sighs> Gosh. I would be, it's like,
1: whatever. what can you say about that? And you know what, Jay, we, I will be hanging out, man, because you know what, if God has a purpose that we're left behind for some reason, because he's like, guys, I'm sorry, but I needed you still, I'd be okay with that. Um, but man, what can you say when you wake up and everyone that you love is gone, and then you call Jeff and and no one answers the phone, and you're like, okay, rapture happened, dadgummit, I'm still here. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? There's no good thing you can say about it. <laughs> That's all. I it's like the worst day ever.
2: Sword, I guess. What's that? I need my guns and my sword, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this is
2: not going to be fun.
1: And I will fight for you. <laughs> I will fight for you regardless. I will be down here fighting in the name of Christ. Let's, right? just, hope, let's just hope that doesn't ever happen. But like I said, um, <laughs> we'll be throat punching demons. Exactly. Jay Wu, Exactly. Yeah, that's not going to stop me from serving Christ. Um, so we'll talk about some of this crazy stuff, shooting aliens exactly. We're down here shooting aliens and zombies and and much, much worse apparently. Um, so we got this one I told you about yesterday. Six months ago, Massachusetts began to ask residents to host illegals in their homes and properties. And soon this will be mandatory. So New York um, City just forced kids out of schools to house illegals. And there's going to be a point where they're literally doing these weird little tax things where they give you what's called an open room tax. Have you heard of this? No, but... uh... Okay, so say you got a three-bedroom house. And your mom lives in one and you live in the other. And you've got a third bedroom that's just a studio that you do Kilted Christian out of. They can now tax me for having an open room or force me And to have illegal stay in that open room.
2: Well, I mean, you can you can let them stay, but I can't vouch for their drug use. And when they all end up overdosing on fentanyl because they're staying in my house and I can't explain it. Why every time you let somebody come in, they have to leave because of fentanyl overdosing. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to say it. They keep overdosing on my bullets. I just (laughs) right. I don't know what to say.
1: Weird. I know. Um, But yeah, so this is Massachusetts. And you know it's going to happen in New York um, at some point here soon. So yeah, um, what the heck? I don't need
2: to be hyper, hyper um, to to speak in hyperbole because this is an invading force at this point. It just is.
1: No, it is, and and they keep trying to convince you that it's not. But we'll be talking right. about that here in a moment because there's there's a uh, spoils of this treasure. Well, it's not very fun. It's not a great treasure. It's a treasure I'd love to give back. Immigration, right now. Um, we'll be getting to that here in a second because uh, we're about to see why these people are actually here. We've been talking about this for a while. Um, so this is interesting too, and I can't show you. Obviously, this is an audio show. Um, but so there's been rumors about Oprah getting busted, going to Gitmo. Um, there was a, I guess she went to supposedly went to Golden Globes or something and was escorted out. Um, I don't know. Like I said, a lot of these things are just rumors that are spreading around, so you can't tell what's real or not. But there was a video that popped up of Oprah at whatever the last red carpet was. I guess it was over the weekend or something. And right. this did not look like Oprah.
2: No, you showed it to me, and yeah. it totally does not look like that. Yeah, her. that's
1: why I wanted to show it to you so that you could talk about it um, <laughs> since I can't show it to them. But A, it did not look like Oprah. And the first thing I thought when I – because, I mean, it looks a lot younger, first off. She,
2: she's, yeah, l- that's the first thing I noticed is this is younger, and her shoulders are much smaller.
1: Shoulders are smaller. There's certain things that, you know, you can't change even with a diet. And she definitely looks thinner. But the first thing I thought was, man, she looks more like Diamond or whatever, she, the Diamond and Silk Diamond. And uh, when I went into the comments, half the comments were literally saying the same exact thing. It's like, man, that let straight up looks more like Diamond. You know, now people are wondering if Diamond's playing Oprah because Oprah's in Guantanamo.
2: Well, and I don't know how many people have considered the possibility that the good guys weren't the ones that cooked up Q in the first place. And the good guys aren't the ones putting out all this information about them going to Gitmo. And maybe it's not the good guys that have put out all this stuff to make us think that something's happening. Yeah, to keep us. they disappear. To keep us from rebelling.
1: Yeah. You know, and oh, that's man. crossed my mind here, too. It's sad. What a what a sad world, man. You know, um, and and I mean, I'll be honest with you. You know, if I was an evil mastermind, I'd be playing the same the same exact thing. I'd be creating this that's huge illusion car. of deception, where you had no idea up from down, and uh, and then I would, you know, basically pull someone in and make the world think that everybody hated him, and he ultimately walks in, and he's the guy that they want to be there. You know while everyone's disappearing and meanwhile the one like us who are adamant about getting this truth out there the ones the patriots that would most likely have a revolution and fight to save what's ours are sitting back complacent waiting for a savior that's not jesus
2: right it's a it it would be a absolutely brilliantly designed plan
1: yeah no it, it would see and that's the thing is that i i try to be fair look I've one thing that I've realized, especially over the last six years, is just because I would really love to see something happen doesn't mean that it is. Right, and chaos and confusion are a powerful powerful tool tool and all part of this game that they play. So anything that I dive into over the last couple of years, I dive into not looking for an answer. I'm looking for the answer. So I go through and, and I look at it from White Hat's perspective. I look at it from a Black Hat's perspective. I say, who has the most to gain out of this? How can this be used to benefit them, to hurt them, and so forth? And and that's the problem is that if you look at things as deeply as this, it literally can go both ways.
2: Right, and in any kind of intrigued situation, any kind of thing like this, you have that issue. It, it's just that confusion, and uh, man, it's unreal. Yeah, no,
1: it really is you know, then you've got, then you've got the people that are kind of like us who are paid opposition. You know, they're just not the, what we would call the big, big names, like a Cash Patel or, you know, a a Bannon or some of them, but there's still big names within our movement that are also paid opposition, you know, that are playing games. So it gets even more difficult to tell, but you know, then you look at it, this perspective, you know, I'm going to, there's this video right here I'm going to play the video, but This is Dom Lucere. You actually sent me something from him earlier, I believe, as well. Um, Oh, did I? But this is uh, talking about April 1st, 2020, that this nurse claimed that she was being sent to Central Park COVID-19 quarantine to assist thousands of children who were being saved from the underground tunnel in Central Park. So you remember, what was it, Mercy, and it was another ship. There were two ships. It was Mercy and something else that were on the East Coast and on the West Coast.
2: And somebody will have a chat.
1: Yeah, somebody will know what the other ones called. But they're, they're two big giant ships that were supposedly like medical for the COVID. But then there right. was a lot of other things that pointed to the fact that it wasn't that they were actually rescuing children, and that's what those boats were for.
2: So blue, so- blue Soul blue did a huge thread on Twitter about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that exactly. So you you remember those, but bo- at least you remember the ships, you know, maybe not the names, but yeah. So President Trump announced during the lockdown that military was combating human trafficking. Um, did rescue operations happen in in New York. So here's a timeline. I'll decide for yourself. So on March twenty eighth, um, twenty twenty, President Trump announced that the Navy's hospital ship USNS comfort departure to New York to treat patients. So it was comfort and mercy. Comfort and mercy, yeah. yeah. So you're tre- um, to treat patients that do not have the virus but require urgent care. Trump said our country is at war with an invisible enemy. On April 4th, 2020, Trump announced that a thousand medical military personnel were deploying to New York City to help fight the coronavirus pandemic and warned that the upcoming week will likely be the toughest yet. This will probably be the toughest week between this week and the next week, and there will be a lot of death, unfortunately, Trump said at the White House briefing. So multiple times he mentioned kind of things that may have been going over there, including, and, and remember, when it came to child trafficking in particular, He was the hardest ever. I mean, he had more arrests than like the last like six presidents combined.
2: And that was within
1: his first two years.
2: And, you know, if the good guys are running all these programs. Yeah, which is a possibility, just the same as it's a possibility that the bad guys have set this up. For any operation, you're going to have a window of opportunity that you do things in where you otherwise wouldn't be effective doing them.
1: And and you've got to be quiet about it. See, that's the thing is I understand disinformation is necessary. I understand that when you're in the middle of an operation, you can't tell people what's going on, even some point afterwards, because this operation is ongoing. So, I mean, like I said, you can look at it from both perspectives. So on April 6, 2020, Trump said that they were targeting human trafficking and highlighted it's mostly women and children were hitting them very hard. I've seen things that are an absolute disgrace and we're trying to knock them out. We're knocking them out hard. So that was another thing that Trump said regarding operations that are taking place, not only in our country, but around the world. Dealing right. specific with child trafficking. So then you've got all the <clears throat> Epstein stuff coming out, um, which is pretty interesting stuff as well. So Google co-founder, Sergey Brin and ex-wife both visited Epstein's pedophile island. So now you know why Google is being Google and doing all the stuff that Google's doing. So what else is Google doing? Um, Let me get up to this video. Where'd you go? We had a lot of stuff saved. Awesome. Um, So right now, Google is uh, changing... It's rules right now. Here we go. I'm going to let this guy. I've got the video for it, actually. Um, Yeah. So basically, Google is preparing. So what is Google preparing for? So I'm going to play this video real quick and we'll discuss it
3: anyway. So this is what's going on in Google. I have friends in tech, like very, uh, very high up in tech that are monitoring the situation. He said, uh, whoa. All right. He says, I got this email Ides of March are on there prepping now. Dear Advertiser, in February 2024, Google will update the inappropriate content policy to clarify the definition of sensitive uh, events. A sensitive event is an unforeseen event or development that creates significant risk to Google's ability to provide high quality relevant information and ground truth and reduce insensitive or exploitative content and prominent and monetized features. During a sensitive event, we may take a variety of actions to address these risks. Examples of sensitive events include uh, significant social, cultural, or political impacts such as civil emergencies, natural disasters, public health emergencies, terrorism, and related activities, conflict, or mass acts of violence. Examples of what's prohibited, products or services that exploit, dismiss, or condone the sensitive event, including price gouging or artificially inflating prices that prohibits, restricts access to vital supplies, sales of products, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So my buddy's like, it's on, they're prepping, they're ready to do it. And I said, what does that mean? He said, Google is changing their terms of service to get ready for a major event, controlling the way advertisers and publishers are allowed to talk about it in very specific ways. Hints as to what the event is are in the text. They mention inflation, price gouging, mass violence, victim blaming, and a bunch of stuff. Just read the text of it. So they will be able to turn off and shut down anyone using Google ads, publishers, content creators, advertisers that don't toe the line in the next unforeseen event. They call it a sensitive event. This would include all advertising on Google search, AdSense, YouTube. They say that they are about to make these changes to the TOS, but when you go to the website to see the new TOS, they aren't updated yet. They're getting prepped. I'm sure they have lawyers working on this, internal training going on, putting special moderators in place. Okay, so what I predict, which uh, I'm never totally right on, but I usually rhyme, like I'm usually within the ballpark, is uh, some form of banking collapse that will be um, that will be controlled. Like, don't be afraid of any of this shit, guys at all. So no access to money in a bank for maybe a week, they don't want to go too long. because They don't want to actually lose the system. They want you guys to stay alive and functional. They just want you really afraid. Um, and then the solution will be central bank digital currency sent directly to your phone and universal <laughs> basic income. But you'll still, you know, and to bring that about, they may have to do an event because every uh, every major move needs a story behind it, whether it was 9-11 or COVID-19 or whatever it is.
1: So that was Owen Benjamin. Um, and he's, he's right. So basically, Google is preparing right now to start deciding what's truth and what's not. And some event is about to come out to where they're literally going to keep people from putting truth out there. And I don't know where you go at this point, because even some of those other search engines that we trusted um, when we decided Google wasn't trustworthy, have become not trustworthy um, search engines as well. So,
2: you know what, though? 25 years ago, we were able to function without any of it. Dude, we were a OK. We went to this. We
1: went to this mystical building filled with books called a library and it had this thing called the dewey decimal system where you can find these books spread out amongst that mystical building called the library
2: right so so what let them take our internet away we'll figure something else out yeah i know life
1: was so much harder back in the day but we are better for it
2: yeah they're dealing with gen xers we'll figure it out take yeah. it yeah Do it. i don't care <laughs>
1: I know I'm, I'd be a okay. You know, I, I've noticed that, uh, Matt and have you guys listen to this later. I hope you guys are okay. And Douglas too. Anybody talked to Douglas recently. I reached out to him earlier today, but I noticed he hadn't had a show in the last couple of days.
2: Yeah. haven't. He? Yeah. I don't think he
1: has. Yeah. I reached out to see if he was all right. So hopefully he's, he's feeling all right. Yeah. I always miss everybody when they're not here. The family. We, we always notice. <laughs> I know. So there's Google for you.
2: Um, but he said something interesting in there about, uh, not limiting the sale of items didn't he say that yeah they're basically
1: but they are going to start deciding who can advertise and who can't
2: okay i just it, it caught my ear it caught me as interesting why they would put in there not limiting the sale of certain items during disasters yeah um but
1: remember also you know the the little uh amazon terms and, and, and conditions it,
2: amazon was like you can't limit our product sales <laughs> yeah
1: except for you can't get discounts or um or you can't get your money back for wood in case the zombie pandemic breaks out i think that's, that's right. what i said something like that yeah douglas Street yeah. patriot okay okay good i'm just glad that he's okay awesome good. um and I'm not going to go digging into it. Douglas will tell me next time I talk to him. I'm just glad that he's all right. Um, yeah. So what else do we got going on here in the crazy, crazy world of news? Oh yeah. So this is more interesting stuff, right here. This is um, dealing with the Epstein stuff. But let's just face it. Um, Cuomo, who all we know is an idiot, is just saying exactly what all these idiots are saying. They're just being vocal about it. And if people would stop and really listen to what this guy is saying, then they would understand the guilt that lies amongst the elites, the news people, our government, and so forth. Why wouldn't you want an answer to this? This dude, Chris Cuomo, wants to know why do you care who's on Jeffrey Epstein's clients list? What's it any of your business who's on
4: Jeffrey Epstein's clients list? Take a listen. More and more documents keep coming out about Jeffrey Epstein and everybody's so anxious to know who's in there. Why do you care? In where? What is this about for you? What is this about for the people who are insisting that you have to know? Why do I want to know, Chris? Why do I want to know? How about why don't you want to know? Why don't you care? Why is it not a part of your business? You know what? I'll answer your question. I want to know because I have a heart. I want to know because I have values and morals. I want to know because I want the victims to have justice. I want to know
1: because I want the clients on Epstein's clients list to be held accountable and be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. That's why I want to know. Good for him, but what a, how crazy is this This is how open these people are about their corruption why would you even ask that question what do you why you think we want to know yeah the question terrible. and he brings up the best question why don't you want to know exactly get the millstones get the rope um yeah,
2: clearly he's on that
1: list I'm no, very worried if you were questioning if he was on the list there's your answer he's and on he, the list. and he's just saying exactly what the rest of them are thinking we all that, that's the truth to this he's literally saying exactly what the rest of these elites are saying um they don't want you to know you know it's not that you, you know that you don't want to know you don't want us to know because if yeah. you know then you realize how evil this world is the same with dick durbin exactly truth patriot um you know all of these people the ones that don't want to know there's a reason they don't want to know because in a fair justice world something it look this isn't like uh everyone needs to know the ingredients and in cheerios you know what i'm saying this is huge this is like People were raping and were doing raping worse children. to children and right. and you're like, you guys are just nosy. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you nosy people? That's not your business. What rapists are in that book? I mean, what in the heck? What world are we living in right now to where he can say that on live news? In a normal fair world, this right here would have been news headlines. What, would be what he just said. You know what I'm saying? They would have used him as tonight's headline.
2: Can we do millstones? Can we send them to space? Just send them to space? Not in a capsule, no, not in a suit. No
1: suits, just... I, I, I'm okay with that. They send That'd monkeys. be better than
2: drowning them? I don't know what would be the preferred... Look, I would preferred. rather them send Cuomos into
1: space than than wasting more awesome, precious monkeys.
2: Let's go with whatever's cheapest, the, the cheapest way.
1: The cheapest method? Um, we'll just start making some really good Chinese fireworks. And... <laughs> send Cuomo's yeah. on up there. Exactly. In little tin cans. Man, exact Disgusting, man. Yeah. And just like I said, in, in a normal fair news world, that what he just said would have been on headline news, asking All the right. same questions that we just asked. What is wrong with you people? Um, so then we got this, uh, this judge So Trump, I told you, um, asked for a delay on his closing arguments. And, First, you know, because he wanted to spend time with his wife, whose mother just died, and the judge denied him that time, and then also denied Trump from being able to get up there and speaking his closing argument. So he let legit James up there to speak her final argument, but won't let Trump get up there to speak his. Once again, how it's is no one noticing how evil and corrupt this guy is? This is injustice, DJ Shaw, that's 100%. A, trial. I mean <laughs> – you can't do that. It's not legal. No, but the th- thing th- is, though, is it's it's obvious, and there's still people out there that don't see what's happening. It's like, how obviously corrupt does a obviously corrupt judge have to obviously be before you realize it's obviously a corrupt judge, you know? But, yeah. you know, and then once again, you remember all the people that were found in contempt of court or whatever for Congress for not showing up, and they all got arrested, let out in shackles. Literally one of them was even arrested at an airport. Um, and then Hunter just gets up and walks out once again, this two tier justice system, man, I'm getting, I I tell you, I talked to Tam earlier and I was like, uh, we talked about having to, to put a lot of this anger in God's hands. And you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, God, I'm sorry. I got angry. Um, you know, it's like, well, I find myself having to more and more put this into God's hands because like, you know, example that we were talking about was, uh, the doctors now that are refusing they they won't give these vaccinations anymore because they know what's happened, but they're still keeping their mouths shut. So allowing other people to go elsewhere to get these shots, even if they're not doing it. So your silence is responsible for more murders. Um, my father right now um has gone downhill so quickly since the first. Um I'm not going to get into everything, but apparently he hasn't even been able to walk for the last couple of days. you know? Okay. so, this Parkinson's part of this Lewy body syndrome is going down so quick. This had to do with, with the vaccinations. Um, you know, but a lot of people were kind of at the point of no return. I don't even, I used to to say it all the time. Like, did you get vaccinated? But there's no point anymore because the damage is done. So if they try to push a new vaccination, I'll be just as mean about it as I was, you know, trying to keep people from getting more. Um, I just that. What's that?
2: Yeah. Do not take it. Yeah, exactly.
1: I just don't bring it up to people that have told me they've already gotten the shots and the boosters anymore. Because what is me going? Oh man, you took a poison. Going to do to them? Right. It's not going to make them feel any better.
2: No, and it's going to make it. And if it makes them worry, it might actually make the immune system weaker.
1: Exactly. And hope you're right. That's what they want. They want us to harvest hate and anger. And, and you're 100 percent right. That's why I have to, you know, get down and, and hand it over to God. And be like God. I'm sorry. Got probably a little bit too angry, but. There's just days, you know, where I'm just I get so tired of seeing another friend tell me that, you know, I lost another loved one or, yeah. um, or I, I lost. My,
2: for me, some days Yeah, yeah see,
1: you understand Conley understands many people here understand, you know, I, I will understand even more at this point because I've got family that took it, you know, um, and it makes me so angry. It makes me angry that they're getting away with all this stuff. And like I said, I just get on my knees. Say, Lord, take the rocks out of my pocket. I'm I'm not responsible enough to be a rock owner yet.
2: Um, That's that's why he gave me a baseball team of kids to run. I truly believe that. No, uh, yeah, to
1: keep your mind busy.
2: It's like, dude, I can't. You got to give me something. Like I don't mind continuing to fight, but my the 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 fight's wearing thin. I have to have something to look at and look forward to and know that I'm doing something to continue to push into this stuff at all because I was done. Well, you've got to <laughs> have your your outlet, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's definitely a good one. Like my mom,
1: um, you know, I I make sure she gets out of the house, used to keep her busy. We got her on Sudoku, keeping the mind busy and off of things, you know, because other than that, you're just driving yourself crazy with everything that's happening in the world um, that's going on in the world. Um, so this is a little clip from uh, Tim. From Tim Kramer, you guys know him. He's a guy that's always in the black and white, just like close up headshot. Um right. probably some language in here. I can't remember, but he often has it in here. But uh he brings up more good points, you know, if you're looking at things from a white hat perspective, and I gotta give it to him as he's pretty fair. He's not like one of those anons it's always like an optimist. You know what I'm saying? Like he just tells you how he sees it. And he brings up uh the executive order one three eight four eight here.
4: You're welcome they're fucked and they know they're fucked and Trump keeps reminding them of how fucked they are. What does he say? He says two things consistently. My poll numbers show that I'm going to win. And this is election interference. Why do you think that he keeps saying the exact same thing every time? Simple executive order thirteen eight forty eight.
1: So if you guys don't remember, there were some curse words in there right off the bat too. And boy, you had to go drop the, the biggie, the mother of all. Um,
2: So is that the seizure of all assets, foreign and domestic, if election interference was found? Yes.
1: This is um, uh, Executive Order 13848. One of the few executive orders did not get overturned when Biden came in. So you got to wonder which ones, why he picked and choose which executive orders he was going to shut off and which ones he decided to keep. Because this is one you wouldn't think unless they're planning to use it themselves when Trump wins. Um, Which crossed my mind too. Use
2: it against him in some way by framing him or setting him up. Exactly. But the um, the one
1: three eight four eight executive order, like uh, John just said, was basically going after people for foreign and domestic uh, election interference and seizing all of the assets of anyone that does interfere. So if it's a company, if it's a country, whatever, their assets get seized by the United States. Um, Now
2: that's. to I, Biden, I, I'd like to read in, more into that to see if that also covers, like, LLC coverage if you're a business versus – there's a lot of laws. If you're if you're incorporated, if you're an LLC, you're protected from personal litigation. Yeah, but you're also dealing with treason. So I'd have to read that. I'd like to read it to see yeah, if that. I, I'm
1: I, sure it includes that. Yeah, I think treason trumps any, I'm sure any protection. Yeah, yeah treason <laughs> trumps any protection. And, you know, True Patriot says that Biden reissued it, so – once again, ask yourself, why? Of all that he got rid of, why did he not only keep this, but reissue it? And that's a really yeah. good question. But he also brings up good questions. Is it Trump? Let's face it. For a guy that is going after, um, this people are going after as much as Trump, that man lets everything roll off. His, he doesn't look like he's ever nervous, scared, perturbed, worried. He doesn't. He hops up there like... What are you worried about? I already won.
2: (laughs) You've been an excellent pitcher. Yeah. Like that's, I want my pitchers to have that demeanor at all times. (laughs) I know, man. I want to look like confident and noble in every photo that's taken of me. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing or what's going on. You look like you're there and you're going to win. Yeah.
1: But I guess we'll all see how this all comes down. But in the meanwhile, we got all this craziness too. So guys, you ready for this one? You ready for the next uh, flop? And I'm not sure exactly who uh, produced this. Oh, no, I I know who directed it. I don't know who produced it, but listen to this. So Jennifer Lawrence, you guys remember her from Hunger Games? Boy, she's stupid too, man. Yeah, she's from Southern Kentucky. Is she she really? Yeah. (laughs) Man, I am just, what a disappointment. What a disappointment. I know, right? She was one of those girls that I instantly didn't like. Just like yeah, we um,
2: don't. I don't want to claim her.
1: Yeah, we're we're we'll claim her to another state. We'll just pass her on to another state. She's from California, guys. California. Um, so Jennifer Lawrence has been casted. You guys ready? I know I'm like winding this one up. She's uh-huh. been casted as Jesus Christ in a movie along with Emma Stone, who has been casted as Judas in Martin Scorsese's next movie. Set the shoot later this year, it will be a gender reversed modern telling. A biblical events set
2: in Southern California. Oh, it's going to be terrible. That's know, going to be so bad.
1: I know, dude, I, I got a headache just reading that. Yeah. It's... Um. So here's my question. Martin Scorsese, are you going to do Islam next? Because I really, really, really want the follow-up movie for a female Muhammad. Can we make that happen, yeah. Martin? Let's make that happen. If you're going to be an equal opportunity hater, go all the way. And, and let's see how long you have your head on your shoulders after you release the movie with a female Muhammad. You're lucky that Christians are loving and forgiving people. Now, we will complain about this. We will uh, not go see it. Um, I can guarantee that, but we won't attack anybody for it. You know, Christians aren't like that. But I can promise you, yeah, gay Muhammad. They make a gay Muhammad movie. Um, Everyone that worked on that film would, would be dead. Matter of fact, they'll probably bomb the set. Right.
2: Well, you know, and Christians don't have to because our God's bigger than that. Yeah. You know it. I just can't believe that I that, that I even read that. Yeah, it's insane. Female Jesus. And it's going the, to bomb worse than any Marvel or Disney movie has recently. Oh, no, sure. it, it it will, man. I, I, I mean, so because look, um, generally
1: Christians go see Christian movies. Um Non Christians generally don't go see Christian movies, and even though this is a role reversal, female in place of men, Christian movie, it's still a Christian movie. Therefore, no one is going to go see this movie. Right? That it, it is going to be the biggest flop ever. I don't care. I don't care it's who you have. Extremely actor.
2: high budget, cost a fortune to make.
1: Exactly. And Emma Stone. I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. Now I'm almost man. sure you're a man. We, my mom and I discuss this all the time. We're like, man, dating today must be so horrible when you can't tell the difference between some women and men. You like, look at them now and you're like, you you just feel like asking the
2: question, like, were you born the way you are? Right. Like if I find something later, I'm going to be so mad at you. I know. Well, that's the thing that was now we're always looking for Adam's apples. (laughs) Right. Let me see your hands. Yeah. Let me see your hands. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's sad mean, all the dating apps are going to have to include that at some point it'll be Mm -hmm. like, you know, they'll have to put, you know, are you liberal or conservative? Um, they probably, I I don't know. I haven't been to a date site in a while, but I'd imagine they probably already have, um, the he, her she gyms and all those things. They probably already updated it to that. Um, and then, you know, they'll probably have to put like, were you always a dude?
2: I couldn't imagine doing a dating site thing in general. Like, Mm -mm. Not today. Or so at
1: my wheelhouse. Not today, man. Not today. I want to be face to face and I want to ask him And, and I'll, I'll, don't think we won't be blunt. You know what I'm saying? You got to be blunt these days and be like, okay, you're claiming to be a woman, but do you have a beep? I'm not going to even finish that term.
2: <laughs> have you always been a woman since you were born or have you always felt like a woman? Yeah, since there we go. There we go.
1: I'm sure there's nicer ways, but I'm not really worried about being kind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, you know, um, for the single guys living in kentucky you guys don't have to worry about it too much here until you go into like one of the big cities so next we got um buckle up so
2: here, here kentucky girls are sunshine and a little bit of herbic of a hurricane what's that I'm saying here's kentucky girls are sunshine mixed with a little hurricane yeah
1: exactly exactly these women will take care of themselves yeah um, so mom records herself beating infant daughter, then sends a video to child's father saying that she was stuck um, after like beating her. You kid. think it's bad now?
4: This isn't even the tip of the iceberg. How much worse do you think it can possibly get if we continue to follow this path that the progressives have us on, where nothing's wrong, you can do anything you want, you're never guilty of anything, and if you're on their side, well, they can justify just about anything. So ask yourself, how much worse can it get? if this is where we are right now.
3: Such a disturbing story, and the story all began with a dad right here in this area. He actually flags down a North Miami police officer and says, I need help. I have video on my phone of my baby girl being beaten. And now tonight, only on 10, you are going to see when North Miami police respond and how they get this little baby girl back into safe hands. North Miami police, if you, make yourself known if you're here. We are bringing you right into the moment Saturday night when North Miami police rescue a
1: two month old girl. So they rescued this two month old girl, and literally the mom says, I'm stuck with this thing until she dies.
2: Oh. Yeah. And you know who won't take that child? Child Protective Services. Mm-hmm.
1: I know, Kit Kat jesus help you know and the thing is is why is this is happening because jesus is lacking in so many people's lives where they just have no i mean it's a kid it's your own kid how can you feel anything but love and the occasional like you're mad at him because you love him kind of stuff but like you know not making a comment like i'm stuck with this thing until she dies it's just absolutely sociopathic behavior no exactly and i can guarantee you um, it was a, an a immigrant family because you could hear the accent of them talking. So it was more likely an illegal immigrant family. I don't know. If it's illegal for sure. Um, but now it's disgusting. And everyone is helping push in this invasion. You've got um, the mayor of Denver, Colorado has announced an effort to cut $150 million from the city budget to redirect services for illegal immigrants. So he's pulling money away from the taxpayers and giving it over to the immigrants that are coming in here who aren't working jobs they won't have to work a job for eight years they can't work a job for eight years because you got to be a legal citizen with a card of some sort in order to get a job here legally but they aren't supposed to show up to court for another eight years so we will be taking care of them
2: that whole time it's going to be indefinite. that's the universal basic income everybody gets it
1: no no you're right it's going to exactly one of the reasons they're pushing that 15 minute cities all this stuff is coming um but more reason why these um, immigrants are being pushed in here. So I mean, then you got
2: to stop paying taxes. That's the key.
1: You got to stop paying taxes, and I know it's a tough one to do because people are afraid that they're going to be imprisoned. But look, this is how you want to take down the, the evil: stop paying your taxes. Quickest way I'm, to do it. They won't come after everybody, and they won't have the money to do it. Because trust me, the people that are going to come in after you because you didn't pay taxes aren't going to be getting paid because we didn't pay our taxes so they're not going to come arrest you for free the question
2: is what does that look like for colorado residents yeah. you know you got your businesses that automatically deduct your taxes from you if they stop doing that of course they're going to lose their license to, to conduct business in that state no they they make it difficult how does that function yeah they make you it know? difficult but people also believe
1: that you know this is constitutional, and it's nothing right. in the Constitution about paying taxes
2: ever. Um, no, I, I totally agree, and we shouldn't be paying them. We just have to figure out how to make that happen and how to make businesses stop deducting them automatically from paychecks. And you no, know,
1: that's not an easy sell. I agree. You know, and the thing is, too, is that a lot of people they get into the trouble with the taxes because they fill out their tax forms and then don't pay the taxes. Um, it's a whole different story when you just don't fill out anything,
2: right? So you could technically change your status through your employer to claim as many deductions as you can, so they're taking as little money as possible,
1: yeah, and then just don't pay it at the end of the year you know if, that's that's the way to do it is that have them not take anything out of your check and then you'll be expected to pay it at the end of the year. just don't um right, that's like it's the said, only
2: way you could effectively do so I
1: mean, because I hate to be so harsh about this one, especially, but you know where the money's going and, right and it, and the thing is is like, yeah, just don't file, that's the key. Um, we we know this, where this is going. Um, We got to stop paying the taxes because they're using our money to do all the evil things that we complain about every day and every night are being paid for by the taxes that we pay. You know what I'm saying? So even knowing that makes you part of the problem. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough one, man. I mean, I, I don't, I'll don't. i never get on anybody a ridicule. I just know that that that's the answer to all of our problems, period. It's just not giving we them any more money. We need to figure out a way to make it happen. And they will, they'll freeze bank accounts, they'll they'll do anything they possibly oh, yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's no question. But like I said, that's why, you know, it has to be millions doing it together rather than just a handful of people. Because then they'll go out no problem going after the few. I haven't paid. Um the true patriot says, even if you don't file, didn't you still pay taxes? I probably shouldn't say this lie, but I'm going to. I haven't been paid taxes in a long time, right? And that depends on how
2: you're getting your wages,
1: you know. Yeah, exactly. But that's why they're also trying to, you know, tax you um, via PayPal and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not necessarily earned money, it could be a gift, or you know, they, that's why they're they're playing all these different games.
2: And that's why a flat tax will never fly. Yeah, a flat tax on goods and services, and just and and not on. Income
1: exactly, and Pamela says it perfect too. You know, keep enough in your bank to pay the bills, and keep the rest of it at home. You know, probably in something that's going to be worth something, like gold, silver, uh, bullets, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so now, and this kind of falls into another thing we'll be talking about. Chinese government is manufacturing mobile crematoriums, so they're like literally trucks that have a uh, body burning. Um, aspects in them, like crematoriums that are just drive around. Um, well, at least
2: it's not a gas chamber in a brick building.
1: No, exactly. It's just, it's a, a Dodge Sprinter with built-in crematoriums. So since there will be so many deaths and existing crematoriums are inadequate and mobile crematorium crews will be needed, are they preparing for a new disease X? Okay. So there's interesting what they just said about disease X, because that's now being talked about. So is this going to be the Monty Python bring out your dead scene? This is going to be the Monty Python bring out your dead scene. So, (laughs) so here's one thing. Um, Disease X, according, they're they're supposed to be having a WEF, UN, and the WHO are predicting another pandemic. They're going to be having kind of like a, remember, what was it, event? um, Yeah, remember that? This is basically what that is. So it's following the same playbook that they did during the 2020 elections. So please understand that they know that people will be less likely to mask up or line up to be injected with another Bill Gates experiment. So they're already predicting what they are calling disease X, which we'll be seeing with them this year. And guess well, what some so of the... Call- five period. Yeah, see, well, here's the kicker. They're already telling you what the major symptoms is going to be. And it's heart attacks. So this is... Let me, let me explain to you exactly what disease X is. It is... The repercussions of your vaccination finally come with the fruition. Right. That is what this is. The disease X is really the jab, because like I said, the first symptom that they mentioned that we're going to have a problem with are heart failure.
2: Now, how do you know the symptoms of a disease in the pandemic? That's not even in existence. Exactly what I said, too. So they will be having their their World Economic Forum, who
1: United Nation Conference all about this um, coming up here soon. And uh, this is the deal. So, and they're also doing the same thing uh, that I read today with, you, you've heard the term long COVID. I'm sure all of you heard long COVID. Okay. So, they're trying to say that, that long COVID has the same symptoms of HIV. And it's because there is no such thing as long COVID. It's because you got the vaccination and they gave you HIV or, you know, or at least an immune, yeah. an immune system.
2: Yeah. No, they use the HIV encapsulation to encapsulate the SARS virus. And that's what they injected. Exactly.
1: So, so now the two things that they're talking about long COVID gives you AIDS and, uh, the main symptom of disease X is heart attacks, which we know all come from the jab. So they're, they're, they're setting this up. They, they know, because like you just said, we are now reaching that three to five year, um, point that, that, Many people were worried about when they first started talking about the jab. Is that you're going to start seeing some deaths now, but within five years, people are going to be affected in a major, major way. Which brings you back to the Chinese crema- mobile crematoriums.
2: Uh, yep. You know, and where would it start? Um, oh, my course, guess I mean, it, it would start the- in Seattle, where everything pretty much <laughs> Right. The, the vaccines were distributed worldwide pretty much regularly. Within, within a year of itself, right? Yeah. You no. Know?
1: Man, 2024. Fun times, huh? So, and this was interesting too. So I started seeing this thing be passed around. So a guy went into old area of NASA and started going around and filming. And this parking lot that he was in filming was filled with Nothing but like 1970s and earlier nasa vehicles. I saw that today so, on Twitter. So why I'm just going to ask you before I even give you my opinion on this. Oh. Why is this weird? What what
2: my post was was on Twitter? I posted right underneath of it exactly why they did it. Now, what what is your theory on this? Because they know an EMP's coming. Thank you. That's exactly what I said too.
1: Old cars can operate with an EMP. So they literally have an entire like car lot filled with like 1970s cars, vans, and everything that normally would have completely gotten disposed of.
2: Yeah. And these aren't show style cars. These aren't cars people souped up. These are cars they're keeping there to use. Yeah, they're they're used vehicles. They're they're like ripped
1: yeah. seats and stuff like that, but they all still yeah. they're still functional. Yeah. Yeah, they're analog vehicles, truth. Exactly. Um, so that's interesting. It was an interesting find. That was the first thing I thought. And I'm glad that we were on the same page with that one. Oh yeah. So uh, and then here we are, guys. So they accuse Trump of uh, wanting Trump's going to be the one to destroy our economy. Trump's going to throw gay people in prison. Trump's going to throw anybody who's not uh, conservative in, in prisons. Trump's going to start World War three. You remember all that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is breaking as of today. United States and United Kingdom have, sh- they are striking in Yemen, being carried out with limited support from Australia, Netherlands, umbrain, and Canada. Um, All eyes should be on Vladimir Putin at this point. How did a so-called commander-in-chief call it a lid for today while these airstrikes are taking place?
2: So, How did a commander-in-chief authorize a strike on another country without, without Congress? Without
1: Congress? Yeah, exactly. And apparently um, Biden gave them like an hour notice um, and then ended up taking the lid for the rest of the day. So he literally called for this. He said, all right, guys, we're going to be striking you in an, in an hour. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm taking the rest of the day off. And this is also right in the time I got to remind you that Lloyd Austin just disappears. Um, you know, for his elective surgery or whatever it was. Who did? Um, Lloyd Austin, the uh, Secretary of Defense.
2: Oh yeah,
1: how convenient. Yeah. So so now we're we're striking multiple areas, um, including Yemen would be in one of those places. Um. So. That is uh, insane. And then I've got, where is the other thing too? Because there was more to it that Trump, one of the places they're directly attacking, I cannot find it right now. Um, Trump literally put an executive order calling them terrorists. And then uh, that was one of the first things that Biden came in and changed was took them off of the terrorist list. Oh, here it is. Trump designated Yemen's Healthists, uh H-O-U-T-I, or T-H-I-S, as terrorist, And then one day after taking office, Biden reversed it. And now he's bombing, he's bombing the crap out of them today. So this is, once again, um, this is all about uh, poking the bear again. This is, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's why it was saying to, you know, watch Vladimir Putin at this point.
2: Yeah, didn't we hit Iran too?
1: Yeah, we hit Iran as well tonight. Yeah, so... So now we are bombing all this other place. So getting closer and closer to World War III. I'm telling you, there, there's not going to be anything that they're not going to try this year. We're going to see alien zombies. We're going to see World War III. We're going to see anything that they can possibly do to distract us and to keep this uh, and to keep Trump out of office.
2: I think if you go back to the beginning of the shows we were doing, we discussed every single bit of that happening in this this year. Yeah, certainly on my bingo card.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's on my bingo card. We're going to be wealthy this year. Um, California wants to ban tackle football for 12-year-olds, <laughs> for anyone under 12 years old. Um, however, they're perfectly okay with toddlers being castrated and uh, having their genders changed. So, so tackle football, bad. Um, going to a hospital and having a life-altering surgery, okay. Man. Completely backwards. Oh, California, man! Thank you, California.
2: Start at six or seven. California always makes me look at things different. Your kids should know how to shoot a rifle by the time they're six.
1: Yeah. So, um, Truth Patriot says that I- Israel says that they uh, that Houthis uh, hit U.S. ships in the Red Sea tonight too. So I, that what, like I said, to, this is going to escalate more and more and more and more as we're coming through closer. Um. More craziness. This is the immigration that we're dealing with right now. This is one of the reasons that they're in our country. So, guys, I apologize for the story, but it's a true story. Seven men, gang-violated two toddler boys, a two-year-old and a three-year-old, in the Galleria Mall in Houston. Um, They then uploaded these videos online. But get this, the FBI only made one arrest so far, Six are still free, and one of the people they arrested was just somebody that worked at the mall.
2: They had nothing to do with it. No.
1: I mean, so so yeah, so a an employee in the mall got arrested, but the people that actually did it did not. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this and probably shouldn't, but man, these guys don't even need to see court. No,
2: no they, they no, need to there's see video evidence of this. These guys need a swift and
1: public execution execution by the people
2: and very public yeah
1: yeah because
2: if if, yeah because
1: if our our law enforcement isn't going to make an example of them we need to show consequence
2: which is you know and it's so hard to withhold because it's what they want no see that's the thing they want to create a war that's Um, why
1: they're sending these immigrants in here these immigrants haven't have you heard anything about um anything good like immigrant that crosses border comes in and saves America or or rescues kid from Johnny. You don't hear anything like that. Everything that you hear about any immigrant coming into this this crossing our borders is always um, violated someone, raped somebody, beat someone up, murdered somebody, uh, mugged somebody, hot carjacked somebody. That, that's all the stuff that you hear. You don't hear anything good.
2: No, beheadings.
1: Yeah, beheadings. Exactly. And it's going to get a whole lot worse um yeah save up your ammo (laughs) you know let some of that stuff try to walk into kentucky won't last very long man um
2: a lot of hills here
1: yeah exactly a lot of a lot of places and a a lot of pig farms and uh (laughs) a lot of places to to chunky that you'll never be found
2: lots of deep water
1: lots of deep water exactly um now we got a This is good news. So Texas National Guard has seized Shelby Park and Eagle Pass. So they're preventing Border Patrol officers from entering the area as the border crisis continues to spiral out of control. So it's good to see
2: Texas taking matters into their own hands at this point. I've heard they've continued barbed wire fencing too, razor wire fencing along there. Yeah, and like I said, is the people that have gone in and are keeping
1: the Border Patrol from going in and processing these people yeah so i told you it was going to end up taking citizens you know at some point to go in and do something so i mean at least we're seeing something take place over in eagle pass um texas and i was that was one of the places that, that we were when i was down in uh down at the border we spent time heavy, at eagle pass Heavy, heavy. matter of fact of- eagle Pass oh. is where i had to ditch out to when the cartel found yeah. me over in del rio so i had to i had to head back home and then head back over there um and put some mileage in between me and where I used to be. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad there was an Eagle past me. Cause I was no way I was going back to Del Rio. I'm like, they'll find me. How many other, how many other super white dudes walking around in a kilt? Blaming the cube walking around out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this is pretty interesting too. And I don't know the guy's name. Uh, his name's like jelly biscuit or jelly roll. um, I know his name's Jason DeFord, but I'm not sure who he is. I think he's a singer. Jelly Roll. Okay, punky Punky Pooster says jelly roll. Jelly Biscuit. I kind of like that name too. So jelly roll. Um, so this is pretty cool. So um Jason DeFord spoke in front of Congress today um about drugs. And and I gotta give it to this guy. I like it, and he makes up a valuable point here as well.
4: I've attended more funerals than I care to share with y'all. This committee, I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I loved dearly, deeply, in my soul, good people, not just drug addicts, uncles, friends, cousins, normal people, some people that just got in a car wreck and started taking a pain pill to manage it. One thing led to the other. How fast it spirals out of control, I don't think people truly, truly understand. So many people, equally, I think it's important for me to tell y'all that I'm not here to defend the use of illegal drugs. And I also understand the paradox of my history as a drug dealer standing in front of this committee. But equally, I think that's what makes me perfect to talk about this. I was a part of the problem. I am here now standing as a man that wants to be a part of the solution. I brought my community down. I hurt people. I was the uneducated man in the kitchen playing chemists with drugs I knew absolutely nothing about, just like these drug dealers are doing right now when they're mixing every drug on the market with fentanyl and they're killing the people we love. I'll be honest with y'all, my desire is to only get older and only do better and be better. I believed when I sold drugs genuinely that selling drugs was a victimless crime. I truly believe that y'all. My father always told me, what doesn't get you in the wash will get you in the rents. Now I have a 15-year-old daughter whose mother is a drug addict. Every day I get to look in the eyes of a victim in my household of the effects of drugs. Every single day. And every single day I have to wonder, me and my wife, if today will be the day that I have to tell my daughter that her mother became a part of the national statistic. It's
1: so good for him, man. He'll always be Jelly Biscuit to me, but I guess his name's Jelly Roll um yeah. and i am hungry man i love biscuits uh but man how awesome was that and that's the thing As we've said it before too is that you know as a drug addict um who are you more likely to listen to a drug counselor that used to be an addict themselves or just a regular drug counselor that went to some stupid college and read stuff you know right same thing with him who do you want on the streets fixing the, the drug problems better than the people that used to be the dealers and understand how the really? games
2: played yeah Somebody that knows how nasty the business can be and how the business works.
1: Yeah. You know, so good for him, man. That is, that's awesome that he said that. And uh, I'm going to have to go look him up and listen to some of his stuff, you know, because he seems like a pretty good guy.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's buying, selling drugs is no joke. No, Nope. It it puts you in situations that just suck ass, to be quite honest with you. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) It never puts you in a good situation. You don't hear
1: those stories. Like, uh, oh, let me tell you about this great situation I did smoking crack.
2: <laughs> it was, or let me tell you about this one time when somebody came out and saved me when I was trying to buy heroin downtown.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're never going to meet that guy. He's like, oh, no, I'm just doing it for your health.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, none of those stories. So I showed you a video. Obviously, I can't show you these guys, but I showed you a video before the show. This woman is literally talking about um, Utah County. Uh, overflowing lake and all the floods because we had some rain that came through Tennessee. Obviously, um, got a lot of flooding in Gatlinburg and so forth. She's on the news talking about the floods. Okay, so she's in the woods. It's nighttime. I think it's just her and her cameraman and she's literally talking about the flooding and she goes, oh, look a dog and then keeps on going with her story and it wasn't a dog. It was a dang mountain lion like literally walked up to her like brushed against her leg and kept going but Because in her brain, she thought it was a dog. She wasn't afraid and just kept on with the newscast. And when she passed it on to the weather woman, the weather woman's got this freaked out look on her face and goes, will you do me a favor and get back in your truck? Because all of us here at the station are pretty sure that wasn't a dog.
2: Yeah, it was close enough to almost scent mark her with a little nozzle against the leg. It
1: straight up was like like less than an inch away from it it walked right up to her kind of paused went right past her didn't it even mess didn't, with her.
2: It, it beat, didn't slow down didn't there was absolutely zero concern on this lady's face or body language
1: yeah totally i don't know how you mistake a puma for a dog but, but she's because it was nighttime maybe she was looking into the light and couldn't quite see what it was but she goes oh look a dog and they just kept on with the report and i am that like, might
4: have had
2: a lot to do with it those bright camera lights right in your face
1: yeah exactly
2: Hard for you to see the surrounding
1: man i i just but i gotta give it to her man she she kept maybe she was on the weed maybe. Maybe she, was, <laughs> she was maybe that's what it was man she was like oh man what a cute doggy and then she reaches down and pets it <laughs> uh-huh. but man talk about lucky holy moly and then imagine because she wasn't afraid that's why it probably walked right past her
2: oh if she would have freaked out and taken off running it would have attacked it her would have
1: attacked sure. her yeah but because she stood there just thinking it was a dog walking past her but man, the
2: video, footage I'm going to, I'll load that up to our case so you guys can see it, but just yeah. Jesus, well aware of how body language are, is read by animals. They can read our body language like none other.
1: Exactly. So what lesson did I learned from her, don't be afraid because man, that could have really have gone wrong. So I love this little meme that I found too. Jesus spent his whole life engaging the people. Most of us have spent our whole lives trying to avoid. I love that well said yeah that's very well said for those people that are occasionally it's like oh no they don't need to be in church they're bad or you don't need to pray for them they're bad it's like no then you need to pray for them more they certainly need to be in
2: church all um, right well growing up as a craphead head makes it a lot easier to accept people that are in those situations i think
1: no is he exactly that's why i always say never forget where you came from right um then this one too I love is a, a government that forces you to account to them for the way that you spend your money but refuses to be accountable to you for how they spend your money should immediately be replaced.
2: <laughs>
1: no true words have ever been said. Yeah. Especially right now today because they're trying to figure out everything where your money's going. Um ma- mass invasion of a country is an act of war. A government failing to protect a country is an act of treason. And we got to get these people to wake up and something done. So, so now Russia has requested an urgent meeting of the UN Security Council to discuss the ongoing escalation in Yemen. And we knew that was coming. So that's, that's just happened. happened. That's just happened. Yeah. Nope. Yep. So we knew that was coming.
2: Man, I don't know. If we're gonna play that clip, man. I don't want to hear any more well, about is this. What's Congress? What's Congress gonna do about this? Because. I mean, their authority was completely usurped by him doing that. Oh, I know. I don't know. I don't think our Congress
1: does anything, and they should be because we can't go to war. We can't bomb anything without Congress's permission or without a vote. so <laughs> and I don't even know if they're back yet. I guess some of them are. but anyways, uh, and this guy brings up a good point too. so January 6 protesters have received a total. Of 847 years in prison so far. Okay, think about that. 847 years have been distributed amongst the ones that have been found guilty of January 6th. Meanwhile, Epstein's clients have received a total of zero years, zero months, and zero days in prisons. No repercussions whatsoever for the, some of the worst crimes ever committed in the history of our world.
4: We
2: don't even know who they all are yet.
1: No. Yeah, what do you say? Kit Kat says, Lloyd will phone in approval for his transition room. Are you referring to his uh, gender transition room? Because that's what we were talking about. That's what we think happened. That's where he disappeared to. He's going to come back as uh, Austina Lloyd. Right. I know we joke about this, man, but you know what's happening. I just have to go. Do you guys want to know what's going to happen in 2024? Go back and read uh, Babylon B from last year.
2: (laughs) Right, that's how you know what's going to happen, or go back and review 2020 and just multiply it by two. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so
1: here are the dates on this. So,
2: uh,
1: WEF hosts upcoming meeting to prepare for disease X. They warn that disease X could result in 20 times more fatalities than the coronavirus, um, and it takes place on January 11th, 2024. So that is today
2: it has got to be one of the first times in history we've ever known the stats on what a pandemic's going to do before, before a pandemic actually. Before it even manifests? Yeah, it's so ridiculous. People are so stupid to believe any of that stuff.
1: Exactly. So now the United States officials warn Hezbollah may attempt a strike on the American homeland. So once again, um, open borders have consequences. They're literally pissing off the rest of the world and giving them a key to our country.
2: And even if it's not them, they have the people here to blame it on when they create a false flag.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing they are trying to do. All this right here is about one thing. Setting up scenarios, remove the rights of the citizens. It's exactly what this is about.
2: Get rid of that 2024 election. Yep. So
1: we've got to be very careful to do the right thing, but not be pulled into what they want us to do. And like I said, and that's a reason to enact lockdowns, uh, martial law gun removal, um, all these different things. So you sent this one to me uh, not too long before the show. So it says, uh, it's pretty interesting too. This is about, uh, this is about, uh, what's his name? (laughs) I've lost his name. Uh, Stephen Hawking, there we go. Stephen Hawking says, I'm starting to understand why YouTube banned this video about Stephen Hawking. There was a video that was recently put out that was banned. He was the face of every accepted science fact that has been proven to be propaganda. If Epstein's job was to blackmail scientists for the elites, it would make sense for Hawking to support their agenda. And he was even
2: involved in CERN. He was. So I mean, plenty of pictures of him with plenty of the elite actors in this. Pictures of him on the island. Yeah, and you gotta wonder,
1: like, because he wasn't operational really from the neck down. You know what I'm saying? Don't know so if he was operational from the see, neck up. But how do we know? This guy could have been like more healthy than we thought. But we also discussed this too, is that, so he's basically, as as in he, Stephen Hawking has been a pawn for these elites Mm -hmm. and the deep state for a long time. So you got to wonder is when, when he has that machine that speaks for him, um, if that's all like pre-programmed responses, answers, and uh, comments.
2: Right. How is there any way to know that that's actually him speaking? (laughs)
1: yeah exactly you don't know for sure punky says is there a warning um that they're coming for christians and i would say yeah this is definitely the warning that they're going to be coming for christians next because like i said is everyone the only religion they're coming through coming after right now is christianity they can't afford for people to find christ right now because that is an end to their plan and they know it these people are just still arrogant enough to think that they can somehow beat jesus if you're and, and a
2: Christian and you read the Bible, you
1: should expect persecution. No, it's coming. Like I said, is we we <laughs> had this idea. It's like now because I hear people say, man, we're being curse- persecuted as Christians. And we are. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. They can't stop what's coming. That's, I want to hear Jesus say that. You can't stop what's coming. Um, you know, because God's going to win no matter what. Steve beat me to it. God will win. Exactly. Um, the thing is, though, is that right now they're trying to do everything they can to keep people away from Jesus because they know that's the end game. But they're so arrogant. Just this is no different than Nimrod when he built um, Babel or the moon, or excuse me that that thing trying to reach up to God, the, the Tower of Babel.
2: Right? He um, might have built the moon. I don't know who built the moon. Hey, he, we, you know what? We just we just solved
1: <laughs> the problem. It was Gilgamesh and Nimrod who built the moon. <laughs> right? But they were arrogant enough to think that they could bypass God, and now the new age evil people are arrogant enough also to think that they can bypass God.
2: Not only bypassing, but becoming
1: yeah even worse and that's what the whole cern that's what all these experiments are about um and then lastly we'll, we'll talk about this real quick before i get into prayer once again i go back to that little miami incident um there's been more information coming out about more people that were literally claiming to have seen a portal open up in the mall um i'm
2: telling you the the response for arresting four black teenagers with sticks is insane.
1: Yeah, there was no way they sent thousands of units out there for a bunch of
2: kids hitting each other with sticks. It was seven hundred was the number of units. Yeah,
1: seven hundred cars, 700 not to mention officers, cars. and yeah,
2: that's insane.
1: Yeah, and and like I said, is if it was legit, um, they would have probably gone on the news to at least tell you that it wasn't large aliens, you know. But they're doing everything they possibly can to avoid this whole thing and was this state and county and city police i guess it yeah it was, to me it looked like every every available officer in there which means there was no one else now one note says movie set so what was there a movie going on in that area because i don't know it, this was a lot of police cars like it, there was no way they would have utilized or had that many police cars for a movie set much less like um paid that many police officers to go out there at one time which means that they weren't being able to go anywhere else
2: well one thing mil- movies are really good about doing is saving money by duplication they're not going to have that many officers they're going to have 20 duplicated over and over again to make it look like they're seven. yeah but this
1: was um phone footage so it was legitimately that many vehicles out there
2: right that's what i mean hollywood yeah. wouldn't do that they wouldn't go to that expense they were nah, exactly they
1: would have just added them in post-production yeah yeah, so it was interesting. Like I said, is they're doing everything they can to avoid that. Um, you know, there there is some footage out there that's pretty questionable. So I wouldn't ever buy into that. The only thing that I I'm still talking about this is because more rumors are coming out about this. But once again, that high police response was absolutely ridiculous for a couple
2: of kids fighting with sticks. I mean, you're talking the cost the cost of a response like that. That's got to be up in the hundreds of thousands you, of dollars. You,
1: Uvalde didn't have that many police response to a school shooting. Yeah, well. Yeah,
2: you it's know, an actual school shooting. So they had a bunch of cowards at the police force.
1: Yeah, so. they also did. They also did that as well. So, uh, yeah, that covers all the crappy news in the world tonight. And uh, I'm we'll be talking more and more about Nephilim and, and fake alien invasions and all that neat stuff coming up. Because I guarantee you they they are going to use every single thing they possibly can to distract this year. This is this year. Unlike any other year, we've been talking about chaos, but unlike right. any other year, this is
2: a do or die year. Like, I mean, save this until July. So my baseball season's done and over with and all the work. Oh, it'll done. get a whole lot worse
1: after that. That's
2: for sure. Can we just wait until then? So.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we'll definitely be discussing more of this as it goes forward, because like I said, is, you know, it's a do or die situation. We have no choice but to get somebody that we can trust to win, and they have no choice but to keep Trump from getting anywhere near that office because they know what's coming. So welcome to the distractions we're going to be walking to into 2024. So oh, it's going to be a mess. Oh, it is going to be a mess. But fortunately, we're going to stay calm because we know how this all ends. And that's God wins. So just make sure that you're prepared with as much water, much food, freedom seeds. Uh, get your gardens ready to be growing in the spring. If you haven't started those yet, get some water collection systems and, uh, and some other things to clean out the chemicals that are inside that water system. And uh, for those of you in Colorado, don't eat the snow, even if it's not yellow. Don't eat the snow. Because I watched a lady melt her snow the other day and it was filled with graphene oxide.
2: Mm, Nasty. Man, I hate that. They ruined snow. I love eating
1: snow. I hate that they ruined that. Yep, exactly. Like I've always been cautious not to eat the yellow stuff.
2: Sure. Yeah. But the right white crystalline stuff that falls on the picnic tables is nice and deep and hasn't been disturbed. That's some good snow. Yeah, exactly.
1: but not anymore, man. It's all filled with graphene oxide. So you can. But the great part about that is if you do eat the snow, then you'll be able to have magnets to stick to your belly.
2: Right. Hey, you won't have to get piercings. You can just wear fakies.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Just walk around and be like, oh, man, how do
1: you do that? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm full <laughs> of graphene oxide from the boosters. Well, that I ate the snow. <laughs> right. But
2: I breathed yesterday.
1: Yeah, exactly. I went outside and breathed. But, um, we're going to get into our prayer, and then we'll we'll do the ending after the prayer. So hopefully we can get through prayer because Podbean is like to shut us down, apparently, during prayer. Um, not yesterday, though. So if everyone, please bow your heads. We will get into a little bit of spiritual warfare, and then we will end the show. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another beautiful day. Thank you for making us all the way that we are, dear Lord, and allowing us to even become better people and to serve you. Dear Lord, thank you for having the love and the patience with every single one of us before we knew you to where we are today, do to we have that relationship? And not only we're we working in our own lives to better that relationship and strengthen that relationship, but finding out all the ways that you had put us to this earth, dear Lord, to serve you and to help other people find that narrow path as well, dear Lord. Thank you for all the family that you brought into our lives, all those people that reach out in prayer for us every single day with their little morning prayer and the afternoon prayers. Thank you for all the family that we have that are doing all these podcasts all over the place that are just getting bigger and bigger. You do every opportunity that we have, dear Lord, to spread your name and to serve you in any way that we possibly can. I ask, dear Lord, that you continue to speak to us and let us know what our show should be about, dear Lord, and to always speak the righteous words that you have presented to us, dear Lord, and to not hand over our opinions. To so be very careful because the last thing we want to do is to mislead somebody. We are here to bring them to their salvation, dear Lord, the only way they can find salvation is through you. So, dear Lord, thank you for loving us and blessing us with all that you have, dear Lord. Let us all be healthy, dear Lord. For those people that are feeling under the weather, that are sick, that are going through financial problems, dear Lord, just let those prayers be answered. Let those people that can help them step up. And, dear Lord, thank you for all the people that have given the information that I need in order to get better as well, because this Like I said, there's so much valuable information within this group of family that you brought, dear Lord. This is why we are all here is to help one another. And I am quite thankful for that. Dear Lord, thank you for all the big things and the little things that you bless us with. Let us live our lives through humility, dear Lord, and let go of our ego. Let us worry about others more than we worry about ourselves, dear Lord. Let us focus on being selfless and not selfish. Dear Lord, every day we have a lesson. Every day we become better people. We're still sinners. So thank you, dear Lord, for listening to our repentance as we repent every single day for what we've done wrong and just continue to work in our lives and allow us to be better people. Dear Lord, thank you for the people that we know. Thank you for those that we don't know. Thank you, dear Lord, for the stranger that we'll come across tomorrow. Where we can talk about your heavenly name and hopefully have one more person walk by our side, dear Lord, as we head into this war. But I ask, dear Lord, during this time that you give us the patience with others. Allow us to remember always to pray for our enemies and to have faith, dear Lord, that with you, even the most evil hearts can turn around and be righteous. Dear Lord, let us all step up and serve you more and more every day. Continue to speak to us so we know how we can serve you, dear Lord. Never let us make a misstep off that path, dear Lord. And if we do stumble, I ask that you let one of these beautiful family warriors be there, right there to pick us up, dear Lord, as one day we will be there to do the same for them. But, dear Lord, thank you for building this army. As we know, we're going to be the greatest army that's ever been, dear Lord. And you chose every one of us to be part of this today. Instead of being born 100, 200, 500 years ago, we were born right here for this very day, dear Lord. So don't let us waste this opportunity that you've given us. Let us complete the missions that we do. Let us stand up for those that cannot stand up for themselves, dear Lord. Let us be passive and the kind of Christians that turn our cheek. But dear Lord, if the day comes to draw that sword or throw that rock, do not let us hesitate. Let us do things with righteous anger, not with anger, anger, or hate, dear Lord. Let us live our lives with love. So when we do end up fighting or ever having to go to violence, dear Lord, we're doing it to protect those that cannot protect themselves. We're not doing it to be offensive dear lord nothing that we do is through hate everything we do is through love so continue to bless us dear lord continue to watch over us continue to remove all evil and temptation from our lives dear lord as we get closer to you the devil tries to intervene more and more and more we cannot have that but dear lord there's no greater honor than to serve you every single day and no greater honor than to die on the battlefield serving you heavenly father so let us be ready to give our lives just like you gave for us so that we had a chance dear lord doing what's best, preserving your righteous words, preserving scripture, preserving the gospel, dear Lord, and preserving all of the beautiful things that you have brought here to this earth. We love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our heavenly Father's name, we pray, amen. Amen. Well, another great show, brother. I always love the Thursday conversations. Uh, There's so much news, man. And here's the crazy part, is even the craziest episodes that you and I have had, where we've had the topics and discussed the crazy stuff, isn't going to be as crazy as some of the stuff we're going to be discussing on any random Thursday coming up in the year 2024.
2: He was just prepping us for those moments. He was
1: prepping us for those moments. Instead of talking about, like, was there Nephilim running around Miami Mall? We're going to be like, hey, man, I looked out my window. There was three Nephilim's running around. It was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
2: I had to call on Jesus today, and you should have seen what he did yeah exactly
1: exactly boy i i I do like part of me i want to be raptured i don't want to see it but then part of me is like no i want to have front row seats because i want to see jesus do his thing right we see we we see what lamb jesus did i want to see what lion jesus does
2: right give me sword i'm ready but i don't want to be in front of him (laughs) i want to be
1: behind him (laughs) and then punky will be there with their flamethrower that'd be awesome But John, always, man. Uh, like I said, I hope you get in over this way soon. Uh, we'll cook up some uh, some pulled pork, uh, good old South Carolina Bessinger sauce, so you can come back on a show on a Thursday and be like, "Joseph was so right. This is the best barbecue I've ever had."
2: Right, now you all have to drive here.
1: And then you all have to come up, and we'll have uh, Bessinger's Barbecue, Flemingsburg, Kentucky Barbecue Powwow, cooked, like, cook, cooked by the Conley. You know we're bringing the Conley over for that one. Conley wouldn't miss that one for the world. Matter of fact, I I can just feel Conley's ears perk up. Because if someone just say barbecue in Funningsburg, I'm so there. Cool. And and Great Papa Steve will bring up the chicken. Awesome. It'll be like the best uh, potluck ever. And I know some of you will hopefully be moved here soon enough as well. It so that sounds really delicious. Nice. But, John, I love you, brother, man. Like I said, I hope to see you soon. Doors always open here. You know that. Um and you're doing awesome stuff for the baseball, I know that you're ready to get over the administrative stuff. There's so much more. Like I told you earlier, I'd be having uh, baseball games and be like, oh, no, I forgot the umpire, and going into the crowd and finding some parent in there that can come out and be an umpire for the day. So God bless you, man, and all that you're doing for the children. Oh, thanks, brother. It's great being here tonight with you. Oh, always, man. Like I said, I love my Thursdays. You're welcome on any day you ever want to come on, or you're welcome over here any time. My mom loves you to death, so you know you've always got a place here. Awesome, brother. Yeah, Tell your mama said hello. I most definitely will. But I love you, brother, and I love all of you guys. Thank you so much um, for all that you do. You guys are an amazing family. And uh, just every day getting the privilege, the honor to be able to spend the evening with you, knowing all that you do, all the prayers that you guys reach out and pray for. You guys come together in your little groups, your big groups. This is awesome. This is all about unity, not division. We need each other more and more as we walk into these chaotic times. But we have one another, and we're being led by the greatest leader of all time, right? It's Jesus Christ. So, guys, have an absolutely beautiful night. Jay Wu, so glad to see you, brother. I love you. Angie, thank you so much for the remedies that were sent over by Tammy. They are really, really helping me. I appreciate it. And God bless all of you guys. We will see you tomorrow night for Kilted Christian episode 521. Get back into a little bit of scripture. Hopefully, I can get in touch with Doug and see if he feels like coming on and chasing some squirrels. We shall see. But, guys, I love you all very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful night. And I leave you with this.
0: Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what's so proudly we held at the twilight? flash
1: absolutely beautiful rest of your night, guys. And never forget, we are so lucky to know how this ends. God wins. So fear not, stress not, let go of your anxiety, hold that line, spread the gospel from nation to nation like we were asked to do. God's going to give us everything that we need to get through these times, but we also need one another. And I am so blessed to be part of your family. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow evening for Kilt to Christian episode 521 for Friday. In the meantime, I love you all and God bless.